Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Olsen. I'm Russell Howe. And welcome to what is our final installment of Movie March, uh, Legacy Sequel Month. We would have had this out last week, but Russell got sick, and then he lost his internet, so a little delayed, but we are getting it out because like, there's no way we're skipping this. Our final Legacy Sequel is Top Gun Maverick, 2022 Zone, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. Before we get into the actual movie, we need to talk, we need to talk about the, the build-up there was this movie, because... It's kind of crazy it took us this long to get a Top Gun sequel, considering that this this was the highest grossing film of 1986. Yeah. To put this in perspective, four other movies in the top 10 grossing movies of 1986 got sequels before this. Yeah. Like Crocodile Dundee, which, which was number two, surprisingly. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that. Surprisingly, number two, got a sequel only four years after the original. They didn't waste any time. Yeah, uh, but no, they, they, they always had a lot of time with Top Gun. But in tw- I remember it was 2017. It was around the time he put uh, The Mummy when he was like yeah. campaigning for that. Uh, it was announced that, yes, we are doing Top Gun 2. Like, like long, long, long blast, we are doing Top Gun 2. <laughs> uh, we got a cast. We got a director, Joseph Kaczynski, which is funny because like we're, sandwich- we're sandwiching Kaczynski because he directed Tr- Tron Legacy, which was our first Legacy sequel we looked at. So now he's also directing the last one we're looking at. Uh, he's he he came on to direct. Uh, Tom Cruise clearly likes this dude. He directed once in, in Oblivion, and like once you're Tom Cruise's guy, you're Tom Cruise's guy. Just ask Macquarie or Doug Lyman. Like once you're in, you're in. Family, family. It's all about family. <laughs> all about you family. Uh, yeah. So this this was originally like, but like, here's the thing: making the movie was one part. Getting to the actual movie was also was like equally as difficult because like this people forget this was originally slated to come out in I believe December of 2019, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I think that was it. Yeah. Now that was it was it was originally delayed because they had some more complex action sequences they wanted to they wanted to make, they wanted to fill out, so they had to delay that. Uh that was delayed to I believe June of 2020. Uh, well, then the year that the year that was the year that was the year that was 2020. Uh, yeah, that was it was delayed to uh, uh, like I said, June of 2020. Uh, for obvious reasons, it was delayed again to December of 2020, delayed further to July of 2021, delayed again to November of 2021, and then delayed one final time to May of 2022. Uh, there's a lot of conversation of like you know will you do a streaming release of this film and but like tom cruise and company they were insisting like no we are standing firm people will go see this in the theater and god was he right yeah he brought the you know this movie definitely helped uh bring back the resurgence of the movie theater goers this is one of the movies credited for saving movie theaters yeah and uh i'm totally fine with that um because both, like yeah, like saw this, it in the theater, you know. Oh, because yeah, like this came out. Not only was it big, it was huge. I don't even think Paramount knew this movie was going to make this much money. And we didn't either. I mean, we thought this movie was no, we did okay, but no, yeah, we, we, we thought it would do well. We never thought it would do this. Like this was the highest grossing film of the summer, highest grossing movie of the year domestically, and yeah. like not only is like the highest highest grossing movie of the year domestically, the margin between one and two. Is like laughably huge. What was because, it? Like, it? Was Top Gun and what was the second one? Uh, it's actually Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Really? Wow. Yeah, but this thing, the gap between those two is like three hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's not even close. 
Yeah, like, like Avatar, Avatar smoked internationally. There's no question about that. Yeah. Stupid James Cameron. But domestically, Avatar couldn't even touch this movie. Yeah, it did. Uh, did really uh, lackluster in the states. It did. It, it, it did well in the states. It did like four hundred million, which good, good is, enough, but not anywhere near. What, yeah, yeah. You know. I thought like a good, good question. What What did the first Avatar make in the states? <laughs> I'm wondering. It had to have made more than that. Let's see. Avatar, I'm sorry. Uh, pardon us while we, while we take this brief tangent. I'd say like six, seven hundred, seven hundred. Uh, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that high. Honestly, because like, like Avatar did better. Oh no, you're right, seven hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say it was close to a billion. I knew it was like six or seven hundred. Seven, seven fifty, seven fifty in the state. Oh wow, Avatar had like a massive drop off between. Oh wait, no, yeah, I'm looking at the, yeah. looking at the wrong numbers. Never mind. <laughs> didn't didn't have that massive a drop off. Uh, I. Oh, you know what? I think that I I fucking hate Bakov Mojo now because the way it's show, it's showing like what it made, like what the movies made, like in the in the year. So like it made four hundred million dollars in the year of twenty twenty two. Okay. So, uh, I mean, so like, yeah, like domestically, it could it could touch exactly not like not not that close, but still, like again, yeah. Like, given what we're looking at, like the second the second highest grossing movie is still like three hundred million dollars below Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Regardless, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, massive money maker. Cruise's very first billion dollar movie of his career. Which is this crazy. movie was in the top ten of box office for nearly five months. Yeah, and again, he and even get critical acclaim. Like this movie got a best picture nomination. Yeah, which I mean, you rarely see those types of films. I mean, now you're starting to see a little bit more, uh, but like begrudgingly. But this one, I mean. It, it, it was critically acclaimed. It was critically loved. Uh, you know, a lot of positive reviews. It crushed in the box office. So there was no reason why it, it shouldn't have. You know what I mean? It, it was a no surprise that this was a best picture nomination. You know? Yeah. Uh, Garnered a grand total of one, two, three, four, five, six Oscar nominations and one win. Uh, so yeah, this movie was one of the biggest stories of 2022. But why is that? That's what we're here to answer today as we look at Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we open with uh, what is literally the exact same shots from the first shot from the first movie. Yeah. And when I mean the exact same, I mean the exact same. Like, I don't even think they had moved the tripods from the last shoot. No. But I will say they did fix the because I, I never noticed this in the, in the first Top Gun. There is a, a spelling mistake in the in the text. Really? Or that they they use the wrong insure. Like I think in the I think in the first Top Gun they use insure, and then in this one it's ensure. Uh, so they okay. did fix that. Yeah, that's how I knew I'm just like okay, I'm not watching the first, but I feel like I'm watching the first. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, we get we get that classic, you know, that classic Top Gun with the and then followed by our boy, Kenny Loggins. Oh yeah, danger zone, baby. Danger zone. Uh, it's, very, it's a very short-lived danger zone, though, because we do that. We are then introduced to our main titular character of the film, Pete Maverick Mitchell, play once again by Tom Cruise. All praise he that is Tom. TC moneymaker. Oh yeah, TC money. For the for, for the for the most part, TC money. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get the mummy eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you said you had stats about this movie. Yeah. So for those. Crunching numbers about the Notorious by Chance podcast. Okay, this is our 29th IMDb top 250 film. Really, 29. 
Where does this rank in the IMDb, IMDb Top 250? This movie ranked, and this was part of it, yeah, so obviously I wrote them down before the show. So this movie here, uh, at the time of this recording, Top Gun Maverick is number 121. Wow. Um, the the closest one we reviewed to the 121 was Die Hard at 117, and then the one after Top Gun Maverick was Some Like It Hot at 129. What's the highest? What's the highest film we reviewed? Highest film we reviewed. I'm gonna, is, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a guess. Uh, is it Jaws? It is not. It's Pulp Fiction at number eight. Really? Oh fuck! It's right. We did it. Jaws was. You didn't get Jaws till two hundred five. Shut up. Jaws is that low. We have Pulp Fiction at eight. Forrest Gump at eleven. Matrix at sixteen. Goodfellas at seventeen. Seven at nineteen. It's a Wonderful Life at twenty. Uh, we did Psycho, 33, Gladiator at 37, Whiplash at 40, Sunset Boulevard at 59, Shining at 61, uh, Princess Mononoke 79, Eternal Sunshine 91. And then we have The Apartment at 101, Double Identity 103, Heat 109, Die Hard 117. Our film that we're doing right now is 121, Some Like It Hot 129, Green Book 133, Pan's Labyrinth 139, Jurassic Park 144. Monty Python, 147, Prisoners, 169, Warrior, 170, Catch Me If You Can, 174, Jaws, 205, Terminator, 217, and our last installment of IMDb, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, 231. Oh, wow. We but yeah, that's that's it. I thought it was kind of cool, so. We're making our way, we're making our way through the list. But anyways, yeah. back, back to the movie. Yeah, yeah, we meet our character, Pete Maverick Mitchell. Uh, played once again by Tom. Played once again by Tom Cruise. Uh, he's he's doing his thing. He's got his own hangar, working on his jets. He's got his you know little wall of memorabilia, including uh, you know the shrine to his dead homie Goose. Our callback. Oh yes, uh, our Jaws Revenge shrine. Um, whatever. Well, at least at least, yeah. they, at least they killed him in the first movie. <laughs> like, like Jaws <laughs> 4 had no excuse. They did. Yeah, but it's it's there. It's our flashback wall. You know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, he breaks out his iconic motorcycle and his iconic jacket as he fi- we find out he's now working as a test pilot for this like new hypersonic jet. That but but the project is being shut down in favor of you know uh, non manned pilots, you know like drones, non manned plane like drones and shit. Yeah. So yeah, they're supposed to go to Mach nine. They're, like this whole the whole goal of this project is to get to Mach ten. There'll be Mach nine tests today. Uh, they're like, we're shutting the project down. Like, and Tom Cruise, is like, the hell, we're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting up there. We're going. We're, we're going live. We're doing. We're gonna, we're doing it now. <laughs> we're doing it now. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> okay, we'll do it live. <laughs> uh, so he trains up, mounts this jet as the admiral. Oh, we forgot to mention he's got a, he's got a black sidekick now. He does. Hondo, played by uh, so I think it's like Bashir. I'm trying to remember Bash- his name. Bash- I, just, yeah. I do like this dude. I do too. Uh, yeah, uh, fuck, cause I, can I do, uh, yeah, Bashir, Bashir Salah, Salah Hudden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a dude I like. He, like, he was in Glow, he was in Siren, I've seen a bunch of stuff. I, I like, I like him as an actor. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he's the, he's the black, he's the black sidekick, which I feel like, and it's like, it's like a nitpick. I feel like he could have very easily made him sundown from the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. F- absolutely could have. Yeah. From like, because he, he, he was, he was the black pilot from the first Top Gun, but now we got this, this, this dude. Like, what, what, whatever. It's fine. I, I, I like Hondo. But uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, admiral, what is admiral general? I don't think he's an admiral. I think he's general. Rear, oh yeah, he's admiral. He's yeah, admiral, admiral, admiral. Admiral Chester the Hammer Kane is coming to shut it, shut it down. Played by Ed Harris. 
Oh yeah. But he arrives too late as they as he propels out in the jet as he stands there to watch. I'll give I'll give it Harris credit. He tried to yeah. stay standing. He did. Uh, obviously, such an iconic uh, trailer shot. So you, yeah, you, you've totally seen it. That was shot in the first trailer. You're, oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, oh shit, we're fl- we're flying like we're flying like hypersonic jets and shit. Yeah, like this is like serious business here, man. Yeah, so he goes in and is like, "Calm down." I love, I love, I love the answer to this, where he's like, "Calm, calm down right now." And I was like, hey, hey, hey. "Yeah," and he's, he's faking interference. I love that. Like this is the thing. I I think Tom Cruise in this movie do, like sneakily does some of the best acting of his career. And that's and that's saying a lot because like Tom Cruise is a great actor. Oh yeah. But I think that what he does with this one, he tra- he takes a character that he's played already, like nearly forty years ago. Yeah. And he's does such a great job of translating it to the modern era, translating like who this guy would have become, yeah, forty years from forty years from then. Yeah, I mean he's earned his stripes. I mean he's clearly has the time in, you know what I mean. Um, but he's also like someone who's so devoted to his craft because like they mentioned like several times in the movie, like he's he's still a captain, like he never got promoted, like something like, like yeah. yeah, someone like you should be a two star admiral by now, but yeah. you're still a captain. How is that possible? Yeah, I mean, he's kept his rank. I mean, he just he's he's that dedicated to that. I don't think he wants to be anything but that. Obviously, you know. Yeah, just like I'm perfectly happy in the air. Like I don't I don't need the I don't need you know the highest ranks. I don't need the shiny stars. I just I just need to be in the sky. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he's he's flying he's flying. He's trying to you know, push this. He's trying to push this thing to Mach ten because if they do that, they won't they won't shut the project down. Uh, and you know I, something I something I love about this this scene in particular is what I love about this scene is the score accompaniment. Oh yeah, one. like this the score it's a combination of Harold Faltermeyer's old stuff, yeah, uh, Lauren Balfi, Hans Zimmer, and Lady Gaga who actually did contribute a lot like, some some stuff to the score. Yeah, and like this this piece as he's flying and trying to get this jet to supersonic or to knock ten, I think is like maybe the best piece of score in the entire movie. Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely, and you're on the edge of your seat because you're like, is he going to do it? Yeah. Um, you start seeing like the heat, uh, you know, starting to burn the 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 machine, you know, the the the, the you know the, the plane, and you're just on the edge of your seat. But is he going to do this? Like, is he, he going to make it? Is he going to make it, or is this thing just going to blow up? Um, yeah. Definitely very, very nail biting right there at the beginning. Obviously, you know he's going to go through it, but this movie, the score does really set the tone for, uh, you know, the the nerves and stuff like that at the beginning yeah. of this. Yeah. So he ends up getting to Mach ten. So yeah, project is saved. One of my favorite, one of my favorite lines from Ed Harris is like, "He's got balls. I'll give him that." And I like he pushes it just a couple more extra than than ten. No, just just, to... no, in, in in the way that Maverick definitely would. It just like. Let's keep going. I'm Honda looking at this like, no, 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 no. Fuck. Yeah, I think he gets it up to what, like 10, 3 or 10. Like, like 10, 10 3, 4. 10, 4. 4, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the and then the plane uh, the plane disintegrates in midair. Yep. So, yeah, short movie. Well, we're done. Final thoughts of, final <laughs> of the Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> no, okay, that, that, that's not the end. But like, I remember seeing that. I'm just like, wait, is it over? Yeah, because I'm like, dude, like, that's like, how, like, yeah, where, yeah, where you, you? like, your plane disintegrated as you were going Mach 10, and then like they cut to the very next shot, and he's alive. It's just like he's just like, well, like, fine, walking to a truck stop. You're just like, how where, the fuck did you get out of that? Where is he even at? Yeah, 
Yeah, where is he? I, I do love this. But one of my favorite jokes coming in the scene, like he walks in, he's t- he's, yeah. he's like backwoods, like truck stop type yeah. of place. Just grabs asks, water. Where am I? And the kid looks like, Earth. yeah, he just grabs the water and starts drinking it. It reminds me a lot of uh, the Back to the Future when he crashes into the uh, farm. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Like he's like an alien from outer space type thing, but uh, really, really cool. Uh, just yeah. Yeah, but anyways, uh, he goes to get reprimanded for his actions because, of course, because of course he is. Uh, by and you know, this is a whole scene back and forth between him and Ed Harris. And Ed Harris is just like, hey, yo, look, the, the, you, you say them for now, but the future is coming, and you're not in it. Yeah. This, I think, this scene, I think, perfectly embodies the theme of the movie, and the theme of basically the entire month, and that is that is that of legacy. It's, and I think this is what Tom Cruise was aiming to do with this film. It really feels like him looking at his own career, looking at his own, you know, his own things he's done and just asking, like, was it all worth it? Yeah, like looking in the mirror and having that discussion with yourself, like, has everything I had done in sacrifice? Not not only that, like, do I still have a place in this world? Yeah. Like, what is my purpose now? Yeah. It's the same thing that, like, Spielberg did with Ready Player One or Scorsese did with The the Irishman, where it's like, it's him looking at back at like the man he's the, like the legacy he's crafted for himself and saying like, am I okay with this? Was it worth it? Yeah. And do I have, and do I still have something left to give to this world? Yeah. And I, I think this scene is just absolutely fucking brilliant. No, I mean, it absolutely. You know, it, it's one of those ones where you really do reevaluate. Like, why am I here? What are we doing? You know? Yeah. So yeah, uh, you think you get reprimanded, kicked out of the navy for this, but it turns out that uh, Maverick has a sort of guardian angel in the navy, and as a result, he is being sent back to Top Gun. And it's like, wait, as as a, as a student, like this is yeah, I, I I know he's aged really well, but like I, I I don't know what else he has to learn in this place. Yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure he could write the book on it, but okay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he's sent back, and this room. And uh, first of all, we say goodbye to Ed Harris. This is lit- hes literally only in like two minutes of this movie. Yeah, he had an easy, uh, easy filming day. One, one, easy one day, and and we'll see. It. We'll see. You yeah, get me for one day, and that is it. Goodbye. Uh, but anyways, uh, he goes and meets uh, two of the uh, guys who run Top Gun now. Uh, that would be Cyclone, uh, played by John Hamm, and uh, uh, Warlock, played by Charles Parnell. Yeah. Uh, so they're, yeah, they're basically the guy running top running Top Gun now, and he's basically sent there under orders of Iceman, who is uh Val Kilmer's character from the first film, who is a two star general, uh, no admiral. He's admiral. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, we never talked about how we feel about the first Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you do you want me to uh, feel? Yeah. You know, or... let's pause real quick and let's talk about the first Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, honestly, no, and I know you, you've you've been like, "Oh, you're crazy, Russ." Honestly, not one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. I thought it was good. Don't get me wrong, but not not like watching it. I'm just kind of like, because I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Um. And Beck and I watched it the one uh, we watched it one Valentine's Day a handful of years back. Yeah, crazy. I know. Um, yeah. No, but I, I, the idea of watching that for Valentine's Day. Is what makes yeah. Me laugh. Um. But it was one of those things where. Um, you know, I watched it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like, I just didn't see. I mean, I guess you know, when you're watching a movie that's like what at the time, probably like 30 years plus down the road. Yeah. At the time, I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not my favorite Tom Cruise movie. It's 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 suffice. Um, I just I was never really really crazy about it. 
Just yeah, like, I, like, I, yeah, I don't begrudge anybody for not loving Top yeah. Gun, but I, yeah. I love the first Top Gun. Like, I know yeah. it's cheesy, stupid, yeah, kind of gay, if we're completely yeah. honest. Yeah. Kind of yeah. gay. Yeah, I cannot kind of very, very, very gay. Yeah, I, I will absolutely give you that. But like, you know what? Damn it, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, and the soundtrack's fantastic. The soundtrack's, the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, it has one of my favorite sex scenes in any movie with uh, <laughs> top with top with a uh, top Maverick and uh, Charlie. Oh yeah, uh, I think the action's sweet. I love Tony Scott's direction. I think it's stylized really well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I love I love the first Top Gun. So this is kind of, it's kind of like a good dichotomy for reviewing this film. Anyways, back to the movie. Like I said, yeah. Iceman from the first film. Uh, so who some would argue was Maverick's real love interest. Yeah. yeah. Uh is now a two-star admiral. He's basically the one who assigned him to do this. So we find out that there is this uh enemy base that is has like illegal plutonium plant. I think it's plutonium, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure it's plutonium. Yeah, so uh anyways, you find out that it's just like enemy base is like manufacturing plutonium weapon, plutonium nuclear based weapons. Uh so basically they have a mission where they need to where they need to just go in and destroy it. In order to do that, they have to traverse this like you know like really narrow canyon and hit a very precise target and climb out before you know before enemy pe- enemy planes find you. While going and, down it low too, yeah. Yeah, you got to go down low to hit a very precise. I think it's I think it said like three meter target, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a small small target. Yeah, uh, that's and you know you do that and you just you destroy that you hit that and you destroy the base. And if the and if you think this sounds like Star Wars. You're right. It absolutely is. I'm like I'm not. Even, like, it's, it's been said a lot, but like, it, but like we have this like address here. Yes, like the climax, like the act, the final act is that piece. The climax is what every movie's building towards is hope. straight up Star Wars. Straight up the trend from Star Wars episode Abs- four. Absolutely a new hope for sure. Yep. And we let it slide. I mean, because it's 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 not set in outer space. It's it's. Uh, the modern field. So, like, it's I mean, funny. It's... You, you, you think like you know like why, why would you just, just send drones? And just like it's like service to air missiles and you know, and like like narrow like narrow crevices. Like it's basically the exact right conditions you need to have in order to have jets fly through jets fly this mission. Yeah, because what if it was torrential downpour? That would yeah, fuck right? everything. That would completely fuck everything up. I know. And uh, you, you might ask, what is this? What is this country that they need to go invade with the illegal weapons plants? It's uh, the very distant uh, country of not here, Badistan. Yeah, yeah. They never establish what country this is, no, which this is one is of the a... funny, one of the funniest <laughs> things about the movie. They never establish what country they're they're going to invade. Yeah, this, this is country unknown. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you know, you can't really have any one country be the bad guys because you know, Twitter exists. I mean, I got the like the Russian vibes to it though, like with maybe I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Maverick, so Maverick is like, okay, you know what? I can do this. It's like, oh, like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not here to fly this mission. Yeah. You're here to teach it. So basically, they rounded up uh, twelve of the best Top Gun graduates, and that he wants them to teach. Uh, he he wants Maverick to teach him how to do how to fly this mission. Biggest only problem is one of the people they're bringing in to do this is Rooster, is uh, Rooster, aka Goose's son. Bradley Bradshaw. Name's so nice, you say it twice. <laughs> uh, played by Miles Taylor, who funny enough did work with Kaczynski in uh, Only the Brave, which is a great movie. If you haven't oh, seen it's it. such an underrated, underrated film. Oh. That movie is awesome, and you need to go watch it. Absolutely. An underrated gem, man, for sure. Agreed. Uh, so anyways, uh, he 
uh, he's you already tell him Maverick is on thin ice with these people because mainly with Cyclone because like Cyclone John Ham does not trust this dude. No, he's just like yeah, he's just like look. If Iceman didn't ask for it, you wouldn't be here. But do what I say. John Ham definitely plays the asshole role perfectly though in this film. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, uh, Maverick Mav goes to a bar. And he's just, and you know, he's sitting there, and then he meets uh, the new love interest because Kelly McGillis has not drank from the same fountain of use the Cruz has, and or Jennifer Connelly has, and has or Jennifer Connelly. Her. Jennifer Connelly is a new love interest, also in Only the Brave, judged by Joseph Kaczynski. Fantastic film, go see it again. Fantastic, fantastic film, go watch it. <laughs> uh, but the funny thing about her character is the fact that like they actually do tie her back into the first movie. Like there's yeah. a, there's a throwaway line where Maverick where Maverick got in trouble for like messing with an admiral's daughter. Yeah, this is the admiral's daughter he was messing with. Yep. So the, I, I I do like how they attention to detail there for that the tie. That I mean, this, this, I yeah, mean, this, is, this is a great this is a great piece of great great detail to and you know it shows that it's like kind of worldly but also like yeah like we pay attention we're not like you know like we're, we we made the effort to, yeah. to try to you know put her to put her put her in this role and like you know tie it back to the first and like we had, like we had like a little Easter egg yeah well, we'll we'll make a character out of it why not. Yeah, I mean, great and addition, she, and she's awesome in this movie. Well, she's a great actress. I mean, she this is this was she's really an actress. this was definitely a uh, you know a, a very great move. Like I guess you know with 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 everybody like you know champion this. I mean, this is a fantastic yeah. addition. But like, there, like so. she's someone who clearly has. it. Well, we, we know she has a history with Mav. But like, even if even if she was someone who was not tied back to the first film, the second they're on screen together, you feel that chemistry between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, and that's just great acting between the two actors, respectively. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's they, it's like they never left. Um, it's just like you know how they always say like when you when you haven't you know uh, you, you haven't met you, you you haven't seen somebody for so long and then like you just like you know you just care, you just pick up right where you left off. You know what I mean? And, and that's that's what you're feeling on the screen here with these guys. Yeah, uh, we also see we we also see that uh, this is where the scene where we meet like a whole bunch of the other pilots. Uh, some of the, the main ones, including uh, Tarzan, played by Gabriel Tarzan. I'm sorry, Coyote, played by Gabriel Tarzan. Vegas, don't don't know don't know how I mix those two up. Uh, Phoenix, played by Monica Barbaro. Uh, Fanboy, played by Dan Ramirez. Uh, Payback, played by oh my god, what can I remember? I like this dude, Jay Ellis, Jay Ellis, and my, probably my, probably mine and a lot of people's favorite new edition. Uh, Hangman, played by oh, Glenn Powell, so cocky, but does it perfectly. Well, the funny thing is, like when, like when the casting of this came, like uh, Glenn Powell was originally up for the role of Rooster. I could see that too, though. Yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, and like watching, watching, watching do both. Like he, he brought him for the role of Rooster. He, he didn't get it. It was always given to Miles Teller. But then they wrote this. Uh, they, you know, like saw this role, just like you know, why don't, why don't you do this? Because, uh. Uh, because you know he impressed like, Powell impressed Cruz so much. It's like I want this dude in the movie. Yeah, find another character for him. Yeah. And honestly, I think he's way better. I think he's way better as Hangman than he would have been as Rooster. Could could have done Rooster, but definitely done, no, exactly. I think have he could have done, done Rooster. Yeah, I just prefer him as Hangman. He's this dude. He's like oh, he's yeah. just this cocky son of a bitch pilot, and I love him so much. No, cocky, but backs it up. Um, and, and I and I like the whole uh, Miles Teller cast for Rooster just because of the fact that I think he just he has a, even the pictures you see of Anthony uh, Anthony Edwards 
from the oh, first, he's, first he straight up stole he straight up stole his daddy's mustache. But no, but what I'm saying is just just he just stole has his entire face. He just has the stature, just has the build of an Andy yeah. Edwards. So I think it was a perfect cast choice. Uh, just you know, obviously one of my one of my uh, younger favorite actors here uh, and working. I, I just think I yeah, think it was a, I think it was a perfect cast choice though overall. Nah, and yeah. I'm glad that Glenn Powell got into. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm super happy. I would I would have liked him as Rooster, but I'm so happy that he yeah. came in anyway. Oh, sure. also Bob, played by Lewis Pullman. Um, what was he in? He looks familiar. He was in a well. First of all, he's Bill Pullman's son. Well, okay, well, that, okay, that that makes sense for that. But what was Second, he in? Uh, he was in. Uh, did you ever see Bad Times at El Royale? I have. He he was the bellhop in that movie. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so he plays uh Bob. That's his actual call sign, Bob. It's that group. Yeah. actually is, I mean, one of the funniest jokes in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we also see that like you know, like again, yeah, they established like everyone here is the best of the best. Actually, one person I do want to shout out is Manny Jacinto as Fritz. Never gets a fucking line in this movie, but which I think is a shame. But because he's I best of the best, though. Be here. Yeah, best of the best. He just he's just glad to, to he's, just, he's happy to be here. He's just glad to make a full jury. Yeah, I, I, I like Manny Jacinto just because I, I watched The Good Place and he's fucking hilarious on that show. I would have liked I would like to see him like you know. Do something in the movie, but it's fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's an it's an epic. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna get too upset about it. Uh, we also then meet Rooster, again played by Miles Teller, uh, who like you can tell like him and him and uh, you know him and Hangman have some beef. We we never find out what it was. You feel like they were in the same class, maybe like maybe Hangman got first and Rooster got second. Yeah, or like there's that thing where I think like Handman kind of looks down on Rooster. Yeah, uh, you you get that vibe for sure. Actually, there's a, I, I do have a theory behind behind this, and I and I'll, I'll get to it later. Uh, we also get a scene where Maverick uh, he he does a thing where I think the, what's the rule like like you disrespect a woman Navy or put a cell phone on my bar you you buy a round buy around for the whole entire and he buys them for the whole bar I'm just like yeah. Jesus Christ like does it, does the Navy pay this well? And then the other thing I want to talk about is because the car doesn't go through. How much was it? Like if everybody's yeah, buying a beer, you got packed, packed with cash the next day. What was the tab? Because my thing is, if everybody's buying a beer, let's call it beer two or three bucks, and there's a couple hundred people in there. That's like six hundred bucks. That's not a whole lot that he has in his count, man. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> you gotta start talking to Tom. Like what does the Navy pay? Because again, he comes back with cash the next day. So what does the Navy pay? Yeah, I mean it's, and I want to know what that bar tab was. And it's also, like, they, they, like the yeah, the car get declined, so they just throw him out. Yeah, I just yeah, I just laugh because I'm like, well, what was what was the total? <laughs> yeah, you know? that, that, that's what I want to know. Yeah, but yeah, he he gets out remarkably without Rooster seeing him. Yeah, he sees I, Rooster doesn't see him, and then we get uh, again another callback to the first movie. Rooster goes to the piano and starts playing "Great Balls of Fire" again, which is the song that he, uh, Maverick, and. Uh, Goose, Goose, his father's song in the first film, makes me think. Makes me want to like, and they, they all know the words. Yeah. So like, my question like, is: this song a requirement to join the navy, or is it just a great? Like, I mean, or do they go to the bar and does he play it every single time they're at the bar? Na- navy people, uh, yeah. talk to us. Like, is is this yeah. song? Is this song like required? Do you, do, is this like a, a big thing in the navy? Do you all know this song? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, goodness gracious, if you do, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Anyways, uh, they 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 go, they're going, they're partying, and then we get to the next day, where we get it's kind of weird. Like like he's introing Maverick as if we haven't already seen him for thirty minutes. Yeah, that's like it's like his exploits are we, legendary. 
It's like we already know who's coming out. We, we, we know it's coming out, but I, I, I guess this is for all of them. I, I also the love it. Like Hangman, because Hangman is one of the guys throwing him out of the bar. He yeah. looks back and he's like, "Shit." Well, oh, he was that guy. Crap. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> Connecting the dots in his head. Oh. Which, by I the way, you. like looking at the scene, it's funny. Like they have like a like a building sized American flag here. But why do they have this? I just didn't... because? Yeah, just 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 for. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. In, in, in case we need, we need to do a native production of Patton. Yeah. They also he also has like he has like, a thing where he's just like, hey, you know, like look, this this is the manual for your jets. You re, you, re, you read it cover to cover. Great. He just throws it away. Yeah. Which means like, did he ask for that to be a trash can right next to the podium? He had to, right? I mean, he would have had to have. He would have had to have asked for this. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just, just not there. Yeah. But anyways, he's just like, yes, uh, like yeah, you, you know your plan is great. So is your enemy. What that what he what the enemy doesn't know is you, your limits. And so uh, Maverick's trying to te- is trying to test these limits. And and the way he does this is he has a two on one dog fights versus him. Yeah. So basically, what it is is like you know like two squads are gonna go up. Their their planes were like it's like this one single like some of their single flyer, one of their double flyers. And then you know, as as a little fun little side bet, they make bets on push with us, like, yeah. Like if you, hey, you get shot down, we like, hey, whoever gets shot down does two hundred push-ups. Jesus, that would take me like all day. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, how long do I? How long do yeah. I have? How, yeah, can can we have a couple hours to do this? <laughs> I'm just like, can, can can I just like do like fifty push-ups a day for the next week? And then... yeah, I mean, can we just do like ten before I go to bed and just call it or some kind of yeah. stuff like that? Uh, but anyway, so like he's going. Maverick is just smoking these dudes. Oh, dude! But what, what, what core? Like the how this is choreographed, the cinematography. Oh, no, yeah, like the thing, like when the, oh. the fact that this movie did not get nominated for best cinematography. It's a shame. Is ridiculous. I mean, just just the like the preciseness of just like the shoot, yeah, the like, shots. Just, like, the, yeah, the, like the, the shots, the camera movement, the fact that like. You always know where you are. Like it's 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 like the actions are kinetic, but yeah. you understand what's going on. They're energized. They're like really easy to follow. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Like these planes, and like and a lot of that, and a lot of that's impressive considering the fact that like a lot of this was like done practically. Like they had to like yeah. train these actors and like get like you know, like like rig planes in order to like film these sequences like legit. But even when the camera's bouncing, you feel like you're actually in that cockpit jostling around with yeah them, you know what i mean and i think that 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 makes it more authentic and i think that uh, it's a it's a damn shame that nothing was like really uh you know uh nominated for any of that stuff it's completely crazy absolutely uh but yeah then we get to one f- uh final dog fight with rooster and you can tell like there's clearly some extra beef between the two of these guys well, yeah, obviously, as soon as Rooster knows who that is, like, obviously, that's, you know, setting up, a, you know, the red flag in the back of his head of what he perceives or what he may, you know what I mean, uh, attribute to Maverick. But, yeah, you definitely feel that there's – he wants this one. Yeah. Uh, but, again, there's clearly, like, something that we don't know, like, even just beyond the death of his dad. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, he – and you can already – like, based on, how, like, how they fly, like, actually, a lot of characters derive from how these people fly, like – Hangman, like you see, like you see his personality in the way that he flies. Rooster, you can tell, like he's somebody who is a little, a little unsure of himself, a little, you know, like a little. Kind of has yeah. some, like you know, 
confidence issues given what he's been through. Yeah, doesn't fully believe in himself or believe that, you know, what he can, like, he, he's never really well, tested like, his he, boundaries. He, he yeah. has a shot to take Maverick down. He doesn't take it, and, like, he, he loses because of it. Yeah. Because he's, again, because he's unsure. He doesn't, he second guesses himself. You got to go You have to find out why he's called Hang, why uh, uh, Glenn Powell's character called Hangman, because he's always going to hang you out to dry. He literally leaves his, leaves his wingman just so he can get a kill. I'm just like, you dick. He is ruthless like that, though, man. But he again, that, that just shows you his character, shows you his nickname, shows you just the type of person that he is. But again, just a great addition to the crew, though. But anyways, uh, they also end up going below the hard deck, which, uh, uh, you know, Maverick will get red branded for later. We'll get to that in a second. But we find out why, <clears throat> excuse me, why uh, Maverick and Rooster have such have such friction. It's not just because of that his dad died in his plane. Uh, it's because uh, Maverick actually had his, his enlistment papers pulled yeah. from the Naval Academy. Essentially, that set his career back four years. Yeah. But in hindsight, which, though, there was there was reason there was reasons for it, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Which so, so what I think it what I think between Rooster and Hangman, what I think happened is I feel like they were in the same class, and and then you know Hangman was there when Rooster's papers got pulled, so he had to so he had to get withdrawn. So like I think I, I think Hangman looks at him and it's like oh yeah you couldn't you couldn't take it so you had so you had to leave. Yeah, like you, yeah. Something and like that. That, 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 that makes sense. That kind of built up this, this like this like inferiority complex inside of Rooster. Like, am I really good enough? Or because maybe, he, he because yeah. like, oh, I'm just realizing. Yeah, he feels like Maverick doesn't believe in him. Yeah. Or it could be where it, it could be not even that. Like he pulled his pulled his you know uh, you know tra- or his transcript or whatever, um, and then goes into the class with Hangman, and maybe the fact that like I don't know. It could where, be that too. Where it's like okay, well. This guy is a little bit older than the yeah. rest of the group. This guy's kind of like the out, the, the outlier, the outcast, I guess. Maybe I, I'm not saying that that would be the reason, but like, why why did this kid come in now? What was the reason for the hang? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I then maybe like, we I get like him. Met, I don't know. I feel like Teller and uh, Glenn Powell are pretty close in age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying like if that's the case, and, and yeah, if, yeah. If, they, if they're recruiting everybody or the people that do go into Top Gun are all around the same age. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. They never say it, but like, you know what? It it, it doesn't really matter. You understand that that there's friction between the two of them. Yeah. I also do love that there's a friction, a lot of friction between Cyclone and Maverick because it's this whole uh, chew out, out, you know, lectures like, you have below the hard deck. What the hell? Like, no, it it doesn't change unless I say. And then he immediately puts down the papers like, what's that? It's a request to lower the hard deck, sir. Yeah. But he's like one step ahead of them, though, which is great. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so uh, we continue on. We find out the parameters of this mission. So basically, they have, a, they have this like trench they have to run. They have, a, I, think, well, I think, what, parameters, what, two and a half minutes? It was two, two and a half, and then I think it was, what, 220, two and a half, 220-ish. Uh, well, no, I, I, I think, two and a half. I think it's two and a half. Like, they had, they had like, to practice, they had three minutes. Yeah, and, and then. Three and a half minutes. And then Cruz, like wants, and Cruz wants to do it by himself in 215 or 210. Well, yeah, that, yeah. That, later that, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's just like, okay, look, just okay, look. I'm setting the parameters two and a half minutes. Yeah. That's as much time as it's going to take you to get there, get in, and get out before any planes can even can even try and get you. Yeah. Secondly, you have to like you have to like take this like super in. You have to like take this <clears throat> inverted dive in. Yeah. 
and then you had uh, hit, hit the target and then take a okay. super steep incline dive out. Not yeah. dive, hold on, dive. Uh, uh, high climb out. Yeah. So you don't bottom out of the mountain area and the G-force are so great that uh, it's some some actually can black out easy on that. Well, yeah, no, they actually like, do a great job of explaining like why this is so difficult. Not only are you going fast as hell. Yeah, but what like, it feels the like, though, dive, like the hardest part is going back up because yeah. you're going up at like like a couple, like I think like like eight, nine, ten Mach, something like that. Like between like Mach eight and Mach nine, it's like yeah, it feels like there is an elephant like sitting on your chest. Like you yeah. feel like you weigh two thousand pounds. Yeah, and you just you're just thinking of that, and you just like gasp for breath thinking about it because of how you know your your chest feels heavy even just thinking about how how much that would that would task somebody to actually be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, they're try they're trying to go along, and he's like, he's establishing not only like the the difficulty of this mission, but also like how hard it would be to you know like like there's it's not personal stakes. It's like he asked one of the pilots, just like like tell him tell him why tell him tell me why he's dead. Yeah, tell me as you would tell his family why he's dead. Yeah, I'm just like that's actually like a really again like there's some really great lines in this movie. Well, that that also forces the accountability. It does for you know the, whoever's you know pl- you know manning the, the plane or whatever. It, the reason why they lost somebody. So it's now it's on you to explain that. Um, is taking ownership of, of of your of your mistakes, and I, I do like that though. Yeah, uh, the hang hangman can finish the course, but he let uh, at the at the expense of leaving his wingman behind. Again, just leaves everybody out to dust, worried about himself. Yeah. Rooster finished the course, but he also got there late. And this leads one of my favorite, like, holy shit moments of the movie. We're just like, and it's because, like, he's like, oh, yeah, you got there, but you got there late. It's like, and if I was going to be there already, it's just like, it's a dogfight then against fifth generation fighters, not the planes, the pilots. Exactly. Maverick just says, exactly. Yeah. And it is like, and Maverick and Rooster just looking like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, I made it, right? But also just like, really? You're going to say this shit in front of everybody? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but anyways, uh, we also this is also where truth uh, starts to become public knowledge about Rooster and Maverick, because for some reason Hangman's the only one to find the, the '86 Top Gun class photo. Yeah, nobody else is putting two and two together. I guess. Yeah, nobody else even no one else even tried to look into this dude. It's like, why is this wall here? Let's look at it. Let's look <laughs> at it. It's like, oh wait a minute, that that guy looks familiar. Wait a minute, where have I seen that, that mustache before? Yeah, that, that's Rooster's dad and our teacher. Wait a minute. And like Glenn and uh, Hangman is just like, hey yo, we're going to combat. No, I'll, 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 no, no pods ever seen. Not even him. And then I can't remember what he said, but like he invoked the name of he invoked the name of Goose. Yeah, somehow. And he just like you're fucking, like, you're fucking dead. <laughs> uh, this is like I, I, I do, I do love that. But then you know things are. Uh, this is not the only problem Maverick has to deal with because Iceman, his guardian angel, is going through some problems again. Uh, turns out Ice Ice had cancer. And it has returned, which again, very much. I mean, Val Kilmer's cancer's not come back, but it but it wasn't that happened to him in real life. I, I do like how they tie that in though, because of the fact well, that they, people are gonna wonder, to. well, well how, why can't he talk? And like why can't he like you know what I mean communicate yeah, for, well? For, so for I like this. Know, for those who don't know, Val Kilmer can't speak anymore. Yeah, yeah. Definitely had lots of uh, issues. I know uh you know the snowman was an absolute abysmal 
attempt for that. Why why would we even, you know, let that go? Do you know what I mean? Why we even went through why, that? Why would, he, why would we even try this? Why would you even... Because this is more embarrassing than not talking at all. Yeah, like, because like, now, the way they handled it here is how yeah. it should have been handled. Of course, this was, I mean, the snowman, when we reviewed that, that was, like, brand new. Like, he was going through that, like, right, you know, I mean, through that, that sh- shooting of that, I would assume. Yeah, but anyways, he goes to see he goes to see Ice and I and he's just like Ice, I can't do it. It's just like you have to. Yeah, you are the only one who can teach the who these kids. Like I, I yeah, just like make, make him a team. You can do this. Just like I don't know if I can. And then like this is the scene that made everybody at least shed one tear. Yeah, where you just hear Ice Man speak. It's like the Navy needs Maverick. Those kids need Maverick. Yeah, and I'm just like. Holy crap! Did they get Val Kilmer speak? Turned out they didn't. Uh, uh, what this was is and like this is this is like the proper way of doing this. Uh, the way they pulled this off is they had Val Kilmer. I think he was dubbed by his son, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So like, it's not his voice, but you wouldn't know it just watching the movie. No, like I, I thought it was. I thought. It, I mean, I thought it'd be him. You know. Yeah, and he was, and he was just like, "Who's a better pilot, you or me?" Just like. This is a good moment. This is a good moment. Let's not ruin it. It's... Yeah, it's like touche, sir. Now, if you recall the first Top Gun, it was around this point in the film where we had a shirtless, sweaty volleyball scene out of nowhere for no discernible reason. So, and expect- if you're thinking we demand our shirtless beach sports, We're gonna well, have- we get it because not volleyball this time. This time we got dog fight football. We're gonna be playing the foosball, throwing that foosball around. Now look, for, with the first film, I will I will admit, like that whole volleyball scene came out of nowhere and it added to nothing. Here, this scene served the purpose. Team building, my man. Team building, dogfight football, offense and defense at the same time. Yep. Great. I mean, like yeah, game. Like any employer will tell you, like games are a great way to like build, te- like you know, build team rapport and build team connections. And yeah, yeah, they do that, and you feel it. Also accompanied by a great song by One Republic. Good tune. Yeah, I like Good it. Tune. Uh, and plus, you know, you're not gonna get Tom Cruise in a movie without showing us, without him showing off how good he looks, because fuck, he looks amazing. Yeah, he's in his sixties. He is in his sixties. Is he, is he actually in his sixties? I feel like he's. I think you think he just he's, turned sixty. He's got to be really close to sixty. Yeah, yeah, he has to be like just newly sixty. Yeah, he yeah he just he just turned sixty. That's what I thought. I was gonna say he's he's, he's gonna be 60, 61 this year, which is fucking insane to think about. To look like that and to have the athleticism he has and just what he can do like filming his own stunts just it's just absolutely oh, it's all, it's all I forgot to mention yeah I forgot, I forgot to mention maverick maverick and uh penny's things still still going yeah uh we also like meet the penny's daughter which find out was supposed to be played by thomas and mckenzie okay the girl from leave no trace yeah 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 she was supposed to play she's supposed to play the daughter role but she turned it down to do something else i'm not sure what that she regretted uh, I, maybe maybe she did who knows <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like we see a scene with that with them on a boat. That that, that scene with them on the boat's really nice. You know, you know what's, what's even better about that scene? We could hear everything they were saying. You hear that, Christopher Nolan? Oh, remember, remember the boat scene in Tenant? Yeah, <laughs> we, they were trying to explain things. We just couldn't understand what, the, what anything like, they were saying. Yeah, I'm like, what? See, you should have shelved that movie for a couple years, and we would have been able to hear it. Yeah, uh, but you also get another scene between uh, Maverick and. <laughs> I also love, like well for that, that first one and we're just like we're just like don't look at me like that like what don't, don't give me that look what look that one 
Yeah, the one that that she doesn't even know. She's not even looking at him, but already knows what kind of look that. I mean, it's it's Maverick's a classic, like, yeah. class like Maverick smile. You know, it's yeah. just he just he's just like, hey, tell me why you stuck me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, this scene she goes back into her house, but she leaves the door open. Oh, oh. wait a minute! Does, does she wait a minute? You, does she want you to come in? <laughs> does, does she? She does. In fact, she does. Maybe and it's just a what? really safe neighborhood. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe she's she's really <laughs> believes she's not going to get robbed. But <laughs> Maverick goes in anyway. You know, got got to got to protect the stuff. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know. And yeah, we the, you know the scene is no it, it's no take my breath away, but again, like you just you 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 feel you feel the the, the chemistry between the two actors, so you know you yeah you buy it. It's definitely believable. We also get some more uh, insight into you know the past between Maverick, or the final piece of insight between uh, Maverick and Rooster. We find out that uh, Mav- uh, Go- Rooster's mom asked him to pull Rooster's uh, papers. Yeah. Because like she she did not want him flying, but you know what? Honestly, though, I could even see her not doing it and Maverick doing it just because of the fact that he didn't want to take the chance yeah. of something happening to Rooster. You know what I mean? I can see that. So, I, was, yeah. I, was just, I was just feel like that was added in to explain my make because like we find out that she died <laughs> like of the. Uh, I think I don't it know. Was, what they say bad plastic surgery didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that, exactly that. It was exactly that. Yeah, uh, performed by Dr. Giggles. That yes. Dr. Giggles. We don't know, we don't know why, <laughs> killed her, but we, you know, we're, we're going to go with that. Like, in our head canon, it was it was bad plastic surgery that killed her. Oh, killed uh, have, put her and Renee Zellweger in there. <laughs> I mean, um, Renee Zellweger's not, bad, not this bad. No, Meg Ryan's like, I just, it just looks, it looks like Mickey Rourke. She does. I feel bad yeah. saying that, but she does. Come on, I'm, I'm. We're just calling what it is. No, we're calling it what it is. It's like, it's like, look. If you age into that, look, we, we'd feel less bad. But you did this to yourself, Meg Ryan. You called. You called for this. Chance and I are basically trying to say, be happy with yourself. Be happy you, with you yourself. Yeah, that's all. We're be, not, like, we're Bruce, just... be like Bruce Willis. Just age. Yeah, just do if, it. If man. it's graceful, I, th- I think Bruce Willis said it. Like, just age. If it's graceful, great. It's not. Oh well. Be Clint Eastwood. You know. Look at his grizzled ass. He's still, still trying to make a movie. Just to, He's making his last movie, by the way, too. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that if we haven't already on the live show. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, just like, yeah, like, he already hates me. Like, the Jewish should know he doesn't. He's just like, he already hates me. There's no reason for him to hate her, too. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, I, I, I love that. I mean, it was like, her daughter's not home. So he's just like, just like, stay the night. Oh, turns out plot was she is home. What 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 kind of friend does it? What kind of friend's house does, does she cancel? Turns out he, turn he did. Uh, she didn't say yeah. at a friend's house. So he's just like, he's like, climb out the window. Just like, wait, what? Why? Uh, actually, I don't. I don't know if you thought this, but like when his jacket dropped to the floor, did you think that was his body? Because <laughs> like the first time I thought, I thought that was his body. When, I, when you first saw him, like what? Like it just there's something balled up there. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. Then you hear him. Boom. Again, the co- the comedy of the strike because he hopped at the one and he's like, ha yeah. And the daughter's like looking right out the window. Yeah, he's like completely eyeing her right in the eyes, like, oh, you caught me. And yeah, he he he's already he already said before he jumped at the one and he's just like, like I want to do this thing. I want I want to make this work. Yeah. And the daughter's just like, don't break her heart this time. Which means you know exactly what he's gonna do. He's gonna take her breath away. Yep. Uh, but anyways, uh, so we've now gotten to the second part of the mission. Uh, well, okay, the, the canyon, the canyon was the first part. The second part is the inverted dive, the target hit, and the climb out. Yeah, this is this is like the super hard part because not only did you hit a precise target twice, but then you got that climb we already talked about. Yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, it's hard. It's intense. And upon trying it, one of the pilots, uh, I think it was Coyote. Coyote tries and he passes out. Like you were, this is the part where you legit worry that he may not wake up. No, like you're worried, just like, oh fuck, he's gonna die. Like he's gonna hit into that cliff and be dead. Yeah. So, but uh, luckily he does. But then, like, they movie just throws another curveball at you, where they they fly into like a flock of birds, and then Phoenix and Bob's plane goes down. And it's like. Oh fuck! No, not you, not you guys. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? It's like they, they, those, like these, these, these pilots in, like immediate danger back to back. And you're just like, oh god, no. Yeah, it's like they can't handle all this stuff, can they? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, right after this, however, we find out that uh, Iceman was sadly off screen to death. Yes. Uh, so yes, uh, Iceman is now dead. Uh, to, uh, Maverick goes to the funeral. Gets put. Like you see that shot in the trailer where he put the Top Gun wings on the casket. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a super sad moment to see Ice go that way. It is, but it also gives him. The, I think it's the extra motivation to push Maverick. Oh, no, to... oh, but, but like, here's the problem though. And this is like a weird, a weird cyclone thing because just like as soon as Iceman is dead, he fires Maverick. Yeah. And he's just like, oh yeah, like, well, no, like the, the whole reason you were here was Iceman, and <laughs> well, he's he's not here anymore, so bye. You son of a bitch. I'm just like, god damn it, at least wait till at least wait till he's cold before you do this. Yeah, he's not even cold. Because, like, this, this, this is what, the next day? Yeah, it's like it's boom boom. I mean, it's literally, yeah. I'm just like, god damn, at least at least wait a week until you undo this man's work. Yeah, seriously, they haven't buried him yet. Literally, he's sitting right there. Yeah, it's completely crazy. <laughs> like he, he, he fires Maverick right after Ice dies. It's like, yeah. oh, Ice dead. Oh, great, you're you're fired, Maverick. But again, this is perfect though, because what 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 what's going to get him back in? What does well, he yeah, have to like, do? Even, cause like he because like Maverick at this point he's, he's fired, and he's like, if you you don't, you don't do this, you never fly for the Navy again. So like, yeah. he's in the person like he's never going to fly for the Navy again. He basically feels like he's permanently grounded. He's just like. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, because all avenues are exhausted at this point. What can we do to get back into the graces of everybody? And he's and you know, he goes out to Penny. Penny's just like, "You're gonna do what you do best. You're gonna get back in the sky." So he, so yeah, uh, we see that Cyclone is now leading the mission. He changed the parameters. Uh, he sets the the floor. I think it's two fifteen. Or oh no, oh, he sets the, the. Okay, never mind. The, 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 the time is four minutes. The time is four minutes now, and I think the. Uh, I think the, uh, the, I think the, the height is increased also. So like it's a know. little bit increased, yeah. So where they're more, uh, so it's a little easier, but also like they're more susceptible to getting like intercepted by planes yeah. or getting hit by Sams. Yeah. Uh, it was like it's like is they even looking at it's like I don't know about this. But then we hear like, "What? What's this? Was that in the distance? Like, who? Who? Who authorized the plane to launch? What? Could it be? What? Pete Maverick Mitchell? What? Who somehow got inside a jet? Yeah, and just just got like was dismissed, but still got in something. Fine. I mean, because yeah, man, because yeah. yeah, these things have no security on them. Yeah, that's his, his own personal one. Yep. Uh, so uh, he's going just like. Set set the timer. Set like uh, even the dudes are like, I don't think there's any like, authorized missions today. So like, well, yeah, well let's, let's do it anyway. Yeah, uh, he's like, set the timer to two to two fifteen, and then it's like two fifteen. That's impossible. 
or and you know what this scene showcases something that i realized watching this movie i want to get your take on it is maverick cinema's best pilot well yeah i mean yeah i mean, he, I mean to, to, to pull this off because yeah, yeah you see him like you see like it's smooth he's got it he go. He does that inverted dive. He hits the target. He hits the target by himself. Even though like nobody else can hit the, hit this target, yeah. hits it by himself. I think I don't know. I don't even know if he if he used the radar. Lock. I think I think he had to, but he did use he, it. He did, and he get and he gets out with of the inverted climb at ten Gs in under two fifteen. Like the whole thing you're watching, you're just like, oh god, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Yeah, it was two fourteen. Like again, the top this one in like the, the last the last cruise movie, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. I I feel like I watched these and I had to remind myself like scenes like this. I had to remind myself watch and remind myself to breathe yeah. because like I was so on edge. Well, because you're, and I was yeah. so like invested. Just like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? I'm like, I can't I can't breathe. Yeah, it's like you know it, but you're going through it like you're breathing for the character you know what i mean you're like and that's when again where we talked about like you know the whole camera shot and stuff like that like you're in the cockpit with them you know what i mean i feel like yeah. they do a really good i mean really good job of putting you in like this first person-esque uh feel and just even when you see his body like how you can see it taking a toll on him like he's like yeah. you know what i mean like after the hard turns and stuff he's making noises and stuff like that um it's definitely taking a toll on his body as he's doing it so it's definitely completely believable but yeah we see him do it all the all the pilots are just like holy shit he did it yeah. I, I, I love warlock's reaction where he just like slowly remember me a Jonah, Jonah hill Moneyball where he just like yeah he's like <laughs> he's like fuck yeah like real quiet <laughs> and cycles looking this is like well fuck yeah well i guess we gotta bring him back now you're just like well you put me in a weird spot yep because you're clearly the best pilot we have Mm-hmm. And I gotta make a decision whether I'm gonna send you. I'm sending you. So yeah, Maverick now has to go on this mission, yeah. which means he is now leaving Penny once again, which she knew would happen. And she said it. And she's just like, "I'm gonna." Uh, have you seen those abs? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean, this is uh, you know, Sheriff's last ride, uh, Manning's last ride, Brady's last ride. You know, you gotta, we gotta do it one more time. We're gonna get, yeah, got, got, got to get it done. But anyways, uh, she, uh, she, uh, he goes, gets, he goes, to say goodbye. He's like, okay, he's like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm coming back. Just, just you wait. But this is where Maverick has to pick his wingmen. So, uh, so again, of the multitude of wingmen we've seen throughout this film, who do we pick? Uh, let's see, which one's got lines again? Okay, here we go. So, uh, we got Payback, Fanboy, Phoenix, Bob, and his second. He picks Rooster. Yep. So, uh, Hang Hangman's really, really sad. He's just like, oh man, I want to go on this mission. Well, you could tell the cockiness. He definitely got humbled there, but you yeah. could definitely tell that he knows he should be there. Yeah, he he knows, but he's just like, no, I'm I'm, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. I don't care if we all. Die. I'm gonna teach you a lesson. But he also feels like you know, like I know he, Mavericks is like, I've made this kid feel like I don't believe in him his entire life. This is a shot, I'm gonna yeah. change that because I know he can do it. Yep. Uh, there's also a line, we also got to mention this line he keeps repeating to him is just like don't think just do. Yeah, it's like a but master Yoda. That'll come that'll come back in a second. So anyway, uh the time comes, Maverick gets Maverick gets a line from uh Warlock where it's just like you're where you belong, Maverick. Like, fuck yeah, he is. Like, yeah, uh, I am, huh? Uh Maverick loads up to his cockpit, he says goodbye to his black sidekick. 
uh, and they're and they're off. They start the canyon run. They're going left. They're going right. Roots is falling behind. He's just like big oh, time. Shit. Yeah. He's like, don't think, just do. Don't think, don't think, just do. He's like, all right, I got the eye of the tiger. Let's fucking do this thing. Yeah. So they go. So they're going. They uh they get they manage to reach the points. They hit they hit one. They they get hit one shot. Get that done. Uh, but then uh fanboy can't get a lock on the shot for Rooster. So he's like, yeah. he's got to do it blind. And he does it because Rooster's got the force. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, he he has to get it because if not, then if if not, we all die. They're done. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so uh. They managed to manage to pull it off. Now they're fighting surface to air missiles and also a couple enemy fighters who were just happened to be in the air at the same time. Yeah. How about how crazy how that the ground just sunk down? Yeah. That second shot was in. That was crazy. how extensive was this base? That's what I was wondering. I'm like, dude, that looks like almost like Heinz Field in, in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Jesus it's Christ! Like, it's just like 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 sinking into like a crater. I'm like, wow. Yeah, but anyway, they were they were they were, they were in a fight, uh, trying to go against go, go against these fighters. Uh, they're doing really well, but Roosh is about to get about to get hit out of the sky. But Maverick steps in and then he takes a missile forward. We're just and we everyone in the audience watching is like, no, yeah, Maverick, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Because like, yeah, he's like, because like at this point, like you do feel like, oh crap, could Maverick die? There's no reason why he couldn't. I mean, that's, that's, that's why, why he's, so, like, he's so susceptible to getting killed that it 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 can happen. So you definitely yeah. believe it for sure, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but he 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 doesn't die. He lands. Uh, he lands safely. Well, not safely. He cra- He crashes, but he's okay. I bet he comes face to face with uh, a helicopter. It just happens to be in a same spot. Just happens. It just happens to be able to find him. Yep. But I do love the way that this is shot because it, it makes like it's kind of like how do you I don't know. You don't know who it is. You, you don't. You don't yeah. know who. It, you can tell it's the enemy, but like what you do, it, you feel like this. Like the, the, the scaling of it is really is done really well. Like yeah. the way it's framed and the way it's just like staring down at, at Maverick, it feels kind of like a monster finding him. Yeah, really, it really is, and it's like uh, holding in on him. Like yeah, it's yeah. like oh fuck, he's gonna die, and then right at the last second, Rooster steps in to save him. Yeah, but then he gets gunned down. Yeah. And you're just like, oh shit, no. So what? So what? What haven't we had here that we we have to have? Yeah, a what, Tom Cruise what's movie. Missing? What's missing from this Tom Cruise movie? Uh, the art of running, I think. Oh, that's right. Yes, we got to get us this contractually obligated Tom Cruise running scene. Yep, and then this is where he's running through the woods. Yeah, he, he just runs. He runs a rooster and just like, God, what were you thinking? And I I love this. Like, what were you thinking? Like, do you think I did? You think I did this so I can you meet him with me? What were you thinking? It's like, yeah. you told me not to think. And the look on his face, we're just like, huh? All right, you got me there. Yeah. Then it's like, well, Maverick can't call that. Hey, I saved your life because then Rooster threw it right back at him too. So it was a wash. Yeah. He's like, okay, all right, fine. You, you got me there. Good job, good job, Skippy. Uh, so yeah, they they they, they managed to make their way to the enemy airfield, which I forgot to mention is just totally bombed. Uh, there's barely any runway left. There is some yeah. launch, but not a ton. That was the stuff. That, yeah. They get the enemy airfield where there just so happens to be a functional F-14 Tomcat, which is the plane, uh, the the model of jet that Maverick flew in the first film. What? What are the? I mean, the odds. <laughs> this is the. What a coinky dink. I just, I, I can't. What are the odds here? They need to play the Powerball. They need to play the Powerball. 
Uh, they managed to get in. They managed to launch. Uh, then uh, they turn they turn the signal back on. There's like, uh, like we should turn the signal back on, and he's moving fast. It's like, like they're like, it can't be. <laughs> like this dude, like, again, like this in a line where just like he refuses to die. Like he really does refuse to die. He does. He does that. He definitely pushes the hands of fate for sure. Yeah. So uh, they have to uh, fight. They said to fight like next gen fighters in a plant in a jet that is what well, was out of date like twenty years ago. It's it's a rel- it was it was it a museum piece. I like what museum Rooster calls piece, it. Yeah. Uh, so he does it. Uh, they do it, and they're, and they're doing really well. They he managed to shoot down two fighters, but then there's one more. Yeah, and they're just like and they think they're out of missiles. They're yeah, out of bullets. Yeah, they have no flares. Yeah, they got nothing. They got nothing, and he's just like he's flying out, trying to figure out what to do. Like I don't know what to do, and not to mention like Rooster's ejector seat will not go. I like this scene though, where he just he's he's like I'm sorry, and I'm he sorry, just, he, he just he's just like they're just going up in air, and you can see like the you can see his the enemy's plane go do 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 like has a has a shot he's to he's take him down. Log about about to go on, yeah. But then just so, just so happens, oh yeah, who should come to save the day? Hangman. That's like, dude, you weren't even you're on a bench. That's like he's like I I called my own. He dialed a voicemail, called my own number. It's like I'm on. Who wants to be a millionaire? I found a friend, man. I got you. This is your savior speaking. Yeah. Please put your trays back in upright, locked position. Oh, we forgot, forgot to mention that this this plane because of the because of the way they had to take off. It has it has no landing gear. Yeah, there's no landing gear. There's no uh, stra- the the cord uh, hook or whatever on the end of its broke or on the backside of its. Yeah, broke it's busted. Too. So it's like, well, shit. It's this. This is this is gonna be a very 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 uncomfortable landing. But they but they managed to get but they managed to get on. Maverick is now an ace pilot because he has shot down six enemy planes, and the day is saved thanks to the flying of Maverick. But what about his lady friend? He goes to the bar. He finds that the Penny and Amelia have uh, gone away. They've gone sailing. He's just like, oh well, that that's okay. I did I, I did I did abandon her again. So yep. out of my fault. Uh, so he goes. He's, he's He's kind of buddy buddy with Rooster now, but then who should show up? Penny. What? They have one last kiss on the runway and then fly off. As that, as we hear the original song "Hold My Hand" written by Lady Gaga for the film. And I think I told you this on. I think I said this on the show where I didn't hear this song before I, I saw I, the movie. I know you didn't, and I'm the one that told you the beginning of that song is off-putting. It doesn't sound like it, it belongs. Right? Well, oh, but also like about? it. But like it's also different in the actual movie. Oh no, and I know that. Yeah. Um, now, did you happen to notice anything, or did you happen to raise any questions when you were when you were thinking of anything? Okay, at the end, that picture of him and Rooster just who took that picture. It just happened. It just happened. Like, who took this? But also, it's also like I, a shot from the actual movie. Like, who took this photo? How did it get developed so fast? I know, right? Like that's what I was wondering, like because they wanted to have that little collage, you know, ha ha ha, you know. Here's Rooster and and Maverick. Rooster and Maverick. You know? It's like, wait, that th- this just happened. Like that just yeah. happened. But know? also, we forgot to, we need to talk about the, the song because the song, holy, like I love Danger Zone much. The next guy, holy crap, this song is amazing. Yeah. Like, and it, it's funny because like, do you, do you know when they originally wanted to do the theme song for this movie? Who's that? Total Pilots. Really? Yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom Cruise heard that. He said, "Hell no, we're not doing this." Yeah, no, I'm kind of glad they didn't. 
Yeah, because yeah, I I, I firmly believe like if like triple R the like, the phenomenon of the world triple R never happened, this easily would have won best the the Oscar yeah. best original song. Yeah, I mean we. We heard Heathens from Suicide Squad, which is a decent song. Don't get me wrong. It's a decent song, but like probably the better better part of the yeah. But hold my hand. I mean, that's just that's good stuff. Yeah. But anyways, that was Top Gun Maverick. So Russell, final thoughts on the movie? Yeah, just a fantastic. When you think of a summer blockbuster, this is it. Um, it delivers on all aspects. You know, what I mean, you got the wow, the scenes, um, the acting, the storyline is 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 pretty well intact. How it connects. Uh, the 86 film to this one, uh, just with a little, you know, just a little fine tooth comb of, of those things. You know, Tom Cruise is really great in this film. Um, I'm glad they brought Val Kilmer back. Um, they did everything right. You know, Jennifer Connelly, like we said, was a great addition. Miles Teller, um, you know, just just overall, just a really, really great addition to the to the cast. And this thing could go anywhere after now that that kind of set the table to where these kids can actually. Oh yeah, like Miles Teller actually did pitch pitch a sequel uh, starring his character. I think it was Top Gun Rooster, which is not nearly as cool a title, to be completely honest. But no, but I mean, definitely can grow this franchise out yeah. by doing and that. But... Look, given the fact that this movie made like uh, like a billion plus, they're gonna do something else with Top Gun sooner rather than later. Well, yeah, they're they're stupid if they don't. But um, definitely everything about it, like cinematography, everything's well shot, sound. Uh, soundtrack score i mean it's just it's a, it's a pretty pretty perfect summer blockbuster film oh yeah i mean, I, don't, I i adore this movie like very rarely do i see movies twice but even more rarely does a movie finish and i just immediately want to watch it. like i i want to project projections but it's like can we just like roll that again yeah because like i and i remember I, when i saw it for the first time i saw it in like the like real imac like the full so you saw it way better i saw it in generic yeah yeah but because like i i knew this was gonna be special i didn't think it's gonna be this special i was looking forward to top gun for a very long top gun 2 for a very long time yeah and i think maverick delivers on, on every single level like the action's great the acting's fantastic and also has a great message about legacy mainly involving tom cruise and yeah. just legacy in general i think this film is excellent and when we when we decided on, on this theme, I I knew that this was one I definitely wanted to do because I do th- look. I love the first Top Gun. This movie's way better. Oh, like, I, I, can't even, I can't even. I can't even front. This movie is is so much better. It's not even close. Yeah. Like, this, like Top Gun. Like this movie's like like that frat boy in college. Like, that frat boy you know, was like, man, I was stupid. Man, I was stupid back in the day. Yeah. And kind of gay too. Yeah, I mean, it's not even close. I mean, you can't even. It's like apples and oranges, but this is. Just yeah, so far superior than the original. Yeah, I still love the original, but this movie is just—it's—it's it's something else. It's special. Yeah. I adore it. And literally, anytime I can see this, like playing in theaters a lot, like big, oh, yeah, like yeah. my is having a lot in the future. I oh, yeah. will definitely be going whenever this is playing in theaters again. Yeah, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll make sure to catch it next time in an IMAX setting. But even like watching it at home, I still think it holds up. Yeah, I mean, and and if whoever's listening here too, also you can check it out right now. It's on Amazon Prime for free, so. It's also on Paramount Plus. For free. Oh, and on I'm Paramount Plus if you subscribe. Subscribe. Is it? Is it? Is it on Amazon for free? Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's included with Prime. Well, you have to have Prime though. Oh, for Prime, so you have to subscribe so, anyway. Never mind. So it's a uh, touche. All right, but either way, that was Top Gun Maverick. So, Russ, you want to get our plugs before we head out? Yeah, Notorious by Chance on Facebook. After we do the Oscar, uh, you know, film that we do uh, everything everywhere all at once, we are going to put up the polls for you guys to vote on. So go ahead and get on on that. Um, YouTube, 
Notorious by Chance. And as of this recording today, we dropped our TikTok, Notorious by Chance. We're going to start trying to do some stuff with that, uh, with Chance, with myself. That way we could do a little bit of like behind the scenes, a little exclusive uh, content on the TikTok streaming platform. Just yeah, figure sure. it out. I am, I'm actually very excited for our new TikTok venture. So, yeah, uh, yeah you can also find my Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Chance, Wars underscore 91. Uh, check out, again, Notorious by Chance on YouTube. Uh, we have our live stream and we have uh, Left Side Strong Side, our, our football show. We're doing that. We're doing that a little, little more sporadically now because we're in the off season. Like not a lot's happening right now, but yeah, we are, we'll, we'll be back eventually, and we'll be doing some stuff for the draft that I'm very excited about. And yeah, that's gonna do it for us here. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time when we talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. So thank you for listening. We will see you next week. <laughs>